You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello and welcome back to The Food Code. We hope you guys had a great Mother's Day. Um, we will be drawing our winner for the Spell Botanicals giveaway. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't already, make sure that you share that. Enter to win. Yep. Um, so today we are going to talk about something, a habit in your life that is extremely easy but super underrated in your ability to lose weight. Yeah. And just overall have better health and feel good. Absolutely. And I think that people do not give it enough respect and think that it is unnecessary Mm -hmm. and boring and whatever other excuses we come up with to not do it. Um, (laughs) But for me personally, like I have to have this in my day. And if I don't, I do not feel the same. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. So let's kick this off with our tipper trick. So on Sunday for mother's day, we talked with Shannon. We talked a little bit about self love, self care, and, you know, shared some of her guided meditations. Um, But, for a person like myself, I don't always do great with de-stressing by sitting down or feeling like I have to, mm-hmm. um, you know, meditate or be in like this calm state. So transparently, la- end of last week, I was just having a, like a real rough day. Like I am over this quarantine. I'm an extrovert. I need to see... I mean, there's not even like that many friends and family that I would see, maybe like five people. Mm -hmm. Um, I just need to not play the same record every single day. You know, like I said to Becca, I just want to go to Target and be able to walk around and browse aimlessly with my cup of coffee without feeling like an infected person. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I actually heard someone say the other day they saw two old men getting in a fight at Target over that they were too close to each other. <laughs> like they were verbally fighting with each other because they felt one of them felt that the other person was too close. To them. <laughs> it's crazy. I think our quote unquote new normal is going to be very interesting because you have people who are extremely cautious mm-hmm. and then you have people who are kind of, you know, don't really, not don't that they really don't care. care, but they just kind of like, I think this is all overhyped and whatever. And I think there's a certain point. I think, um, you know, as the numbers start to come out more and more from the CDC and you look at the COVID numbers versus, you know, the numbers that the media are reporting, which is the provisional deaths. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a fun fact. Like I've actually been keeping up and reading this week. Um, the provisional deaths is what the media reports. And that is your influenza, your pneumonia, obviously COVID is in there. And I believe there's one other thing, but it's not as bad as what the media is portraying it to be. And even talking with some nurses um, that I know that work in our area and also out in the New Jersey area, uh, they basically said what the media is reporting is not actually what's happening inside the hospitals. So anyways, this is not a political uh, (laughs) podcast, but um, I was just having a day and I was like, I need to de-stress. And um, for me, that was taking some time and turning on some good music and cooking in my kitchen for a couple of hours. Um, It was not sitting down and doing, I don't know, meditation or reading a book or something. So I just wanted to remind everyone out there, like whatever it is that brings you joy and allows you to create space mentally um, and emotionally and gives you that kind of stress relief, you know, make a list of those things Mm -hmm. and, you know, add them into your day. I would say try to add two to three things in your day that bring you joy and that are de-stressing. Absolutely. We have talked in 
you know, at nauseam of how much stress can negatively impact the body. And I, if you've been following me, I've been sharing my story and how stress has really done a number on my body and what the results of that have been. Um, and to be, we so often live in a sympathetic state, meaning a fight or flight state all day long. All of the inputs that we have, staring at a computer screen, our kids screaming in our ears, like all of those things bring stress to the body. And very infrequently are we going into that rest and digest state. And unfortunately, you know, to be able to digest and absorb the nutrients from our food, to be able to lose weight if that is a goal of ours, to be able to sleep well, we have to be able to get our bodies into the state. Mm -hmm. And so whether that's through breath work or going for a walk or meditating or, you know, like Liz was saying, just do something that brings you joy. Um, that's honestly one of the quote unquote prescriptions I've been getting um, mm -hmm. with the people that I'm working with is like, yes, you need to eat more. You need to sleep. Do things that make you happy. Like do things that bring you true joy. Um, for me, that's spending time with my family, that's cooking, that's going for walks, um, you know, all the things that are going to bring that body down into that parasympathetic state and that rest and digest state. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before too, or touched on it briefly, is that the only things that we do to repair our body is nourish it with healthy foods and sleep and yep. get adequate sleep. And everything else is a stress. Mm -hmm. Physical activity, even though exercise is good and it's a good outlet, it's still a stress on your body. Um, mental and emotional stress, sitting at the computer all day, thinking yep. through things, you know, cognitive stress. And then you have your kids or your spouse or your mother-in-law, whoever it is that is in your life that's just like in your day-to-day -day that, you know, sometimes, especially now, when we're all stuck in the same house playing the same <laughs> record every day, you know, I think there's definitely been some yep. more... Um, I don't know what I call it, like heated moments or just yeah. moments of tension. Absolutely. Um, and so just remember that you've got to give yourself some space and it's okay to do that. And so if you need that space, set an alarm and get up a little earlier. You know, yep. I was talking to a client this morning. I'm like, can you get up 15 minutes earlier and go for a 15 minute walk? It yeah. doesn't have to be anything yep. crazy in your day. It could be five minutes if that's all mm -hmm. you can get to yourself. Um, put on the Elmo for the boys and yep. walk out of the room for five minutes. Yep. Absolutely. But yeah. Just know that it's okay. And so I just wanted to kind of like circle back with that because I know we talked a lot about self-love, self-meditation, your rituals for the day. Um, but just know that it doesn't have to be, you know, quote unquote meditating or guided meditation, it can be another activity that brings you joy. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's dive into the one I feel very underrated habit that mm -hmm. can be super beneficial for helping you improve your health and your waistline. Yeah. And that is walking, my friends. Not running, not exercise, walking. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I honestly I will be totally transparent. I used to make fun of people that walked for exercise. I was like, <laughs> walking? Okay, that's not gonna do much for you. And gosh, was I wrong just from the, you know, experience and the education and, you know, the things that I have learned over the past years of doing this as a profession, um, not moving is very detrimental to our health. Uh, so we have some things that we want to run through, not to scare you, but just to keep you informed. Like, I, I think that people think that they are active and when you actually you know, get a pedometer or get a Fitbit or whatever it might be, you are truly shocked at how inactive yeah. you are. Um, and unfortunately, that 30 or 45 minute workout really isn't doing much for you. And you don't get the full benefits of that workout if you are sedentary otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, unfortunately, if even if you're working out daily, if you're doing, you know, a 30 to 45 minute workout, yes, it's better than nothing, but you will not be seeing the same results as mm -hmm. if you were 
moving in your day. I tell my clients, I'd rather have you walk 10 to 12,000 steps every day consistently mm-hmm. than try to go crush yourself in the gym yep. for 45 minutes and be dead the rest of the day and Absolutely. Like unable to move. It's just too taxing on your system. And um, walking is one of the best ways to de-stress. You Absolutely. Know? And so we've seen the numbers rise over the course of the last you know, 10, 15 years with diabetes, sedentary lifestyles. We know that our kids are in front of technology a lot more. So why don't I just walk through some things um, that are factual and for you to be concerned about if you are living a sedentary life. And number one is it increases your risk of developing serious chronic diseases and can even lead to early death. So there's mm-hmm. been a lot of research um, done that being sedentary relates to cardiovascular disease, including coronary heart disease, stroke, heart attacks, all of those types of things. And it can ultimately lead you to having like higher triglycerides, mm-hmm. having your lipid panel thrown off. So walking can be very, very helpful, especially if you have heart disease in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to get your heart rate super high. Just get out there and go for a leisurely walk 15, 20 minutes, a couple times a day. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing is that sedentary lifestyles reduce insulin sensitivity. Mm. So sitting has actually been linked to insulin resistance, obviously a risk factor for diabetes, um, type 2 diabetes. In one investigation, actually, on the day participants sat for five consecutive hours after consuming a high-calorie drink, their plasma insulin and glucose levels were more than 20% higher. So their blood sugar stayed higher, meaning more resi- more insulin get re- gets released, which when we have chronic insulin released, that's what leads to insulin resistance. Um, so those levels were 20% higher than on days when they interrupted sitting with short breaks of walks. Other research suggests that sitting for just two hours after a meal could increase your blood sugar levels. Mm. So over time, that sets up the stage for insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're not able to, like, if you're really struggling fitting in your walks, go after a meal. Like, make it Mm -hmm. a habit attachment that we've talked about in the past where you kind of habit stack, Mm -hmm. where you have a habit. Obviously, hopefully everyone out there eats meals. (laughs) That is a habit of yours. And so after a meal, you habit stack that short walk. It can be a five-minute walk to the end of the block and back. It doesn't need to be insane, guys. But if you're doing that three, four times a day, that adds up. Yeah. That adds up to 20 20 minutes of walking. That's easily, you know, two or 3,000 steps that you're getting now. Um, So also improving insulin sensitivity. So walking can improve your insulin sensitivity, which is huge if you're trying to accomplish any type of weight loss. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're diabetic or Mm pre-diabetic, or again, it runs in your family. So um, the third thing here is that this improves metabolic function. If you are getting out and you are consistently getting 10 to 12,000 steps a day, you're burning more calories, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we look at individuals who've been trying to diet and slash calories, slash calories, add more cardio, add more cardio, they're just running their bodies into the ground. But if you look at just taking 10 to 1,000 steps per day, 10 to 12,000 steps per day, you're on average burning 300, 400 calories more because they say it's about 50 calories per 1,000 steps, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're burning let's say three to 400, maybe even more, depending upon how sedentary you are right now per day, which over time drastically adds up. I know for me personally, I have been out walking several times just because the weather is now mm-hmm. getting nicer. I noticed that I'm a little bit hungrier, right? Yep. I noticed that my recovery is better because I'm keeping my blood flowing and things are moving and I'm staying mobile. Um, and on the flip side of this, I've had days where I've consumed a little bit more calories or had an extra glass of wine or some more snacks and I haven't gained any weight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so, you know, if you are looking for weight loss or just want to improve your metabolic functions, 
get outside and go for a walk. And this is exactly why we've incorporated into our metabolic prehab. Mm-hmm. And we've seen such great results with these ladies. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, here's the thing, guys. You want your body to think that it needs to keep a metabolism functioning at a high level. If you are sitting all day, your body doesn't think it needs to burn very many calories. It's like, well, you're not doing much, so I can store these calories. I can Mm -hmm. keep them for further down the line energy, which is what our body's constantly trying to do is keeping us safe. And so if you're walking more, your body's going to have to speed up its metabolism to keep up with that extra activity. Mm -hmm. So it's going to naturally allow you to burn more calories on top of the calories you're burning doing the movement. (laughs) So it's kind of a win-win. Number four is it can lower bone mineral density if you're too sedentary, especially in adolescents is where the research is showing this the most. Um, So for your kids. So researchers now associate sitting with lower bone mineral density and osteoporosis osteoporosis in both men and women. Um, So essentially, the lower your bone mineral density, uh, calcium and phosphorus, the weaker your bones. Some of the latest studies have looked at kids and the amount of time they spend on a computer, watching TV, playing video games, finding a negative association between sitting and the bone mineral content and density, particular in teenage boys, unfortunately. Um, I'll have to keep an eye out for Carson down the line. Yeah. But Carson, like we go on walks all the time. And I've talked to a lot of my clients throughout this and I'm like, bring your kids on a walk, make them go for a walk with you. They're not doing gym class right now. Like get them up and get them active. And it's, I've seen from a lot of people, like the improvement in mood when you're walking, Mm. you're just a happier person because sedentary lifestyles can also be linked and have shown to be associated with things like depression Mm -hmm. and anxiety. So getting up and moving, giving you kind of like a little bit of a purpose and getting blood flow, getting some hormones, endorphins released, like that is going to help your mood throughout the day. Well, and just expending energy, right? Mm -hmm. Versus just sitting all day long and then you have time to think and you become depressed and you start worrying and, you know, like at least getting outside and not to mention getting the vitamin D outside. We know that that naturally boosts um, your mood and has multiple health benefits, which we've talked about in other episodes. So um, the other thing here is we want to talk about the fact that you're at a much higher risk for getting cancer if you're living a sedentary lifestyle. And this has actually been shown in studies by up to 66%. So researchers found sedentary behavior to be associated with 24% higher risk of developing colon cancer, 32% greater chance of endometrial endometrial cancer and 21% increased risk of lung cancer. So sitting at home, being sedentary, watching TV all day, that is at the highest at 54% higher likelihood of colon cancer and 60% greater chance of endometrial cancer. So these links are even strong for people who worked out regularly. So back to what we said in the beginning Mm -hmm. of this, you're 45 minutes to an hour in the gym. That is not as good as getting out and walking Again, 12, 10 to 12,000 steps a day. Absolutely. And lastly, as bad as this sounds, like it can kill you to be sedentary. And multiple studies have shown this from around the gro- globe. They've shown an association between increased sedentary time and the risk of early death. Um, particularly in 2018, there was a survey of more than 125,000 people were released that found that those who sat for six or more hours a day were 19% more likely to die over the next two decades than those who spent less time sitting over their work once uh, once their workday was over. So again, this risk still existed in people who even exercised. So it's clear that exercise alone can't undo the damage caused by being sedentary. Yeah. 
30 minutes of moderate to vigorous ex- physical activity is they say is considered to equivalent to around 3000 steps. Yeah. So if that's all you're really getting done and then especially right now, guys, when we're home mm-hmm. all freaking day during quarantine and your walks consist of you going to and from the fridge and the bathroom, <laughs> believe me, you are not clearing that 10,000 steps goal. I promise you. Absolutely. And and I think there's, you know, some other averages that have come out that it's about 5,000 steps. And I know personally, even if I go to the gym and I come home, we're sitting, we're podcasting, mm-hmm. we're on our computers and I'm not intentional about going outside and getting my walks in, I will not get no. anywhere close. Usually it's, yeah, between five and 6,000. Yeah. And that includes my workouts. So I would even say if you really want to improve your health and your sedentary lifestyle, aim for 8,000 outside of your workout. Because yeah. everybody's workout's going to vary, right? Yep. Somebody could be doing spin class and we'd be doing Zumba and Zumba is obviously going to mm-hmm. add up a lot more steps. But you know, I always tell my clients like, let's aim for 8,000 steps outside of your exercise. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about this. Like, how do we get more steps? If you followed me on Instagram, you know that I've had days where I've just bounced around my house, danced with Marcus <laughs> and marched around the kitchen when it's raining outside to get those steps in. Every movement counts. All of your errands that you're running to and from the grocery store. This is one thing that a lot of people haven't really thought about the fact that they're not commuting to work anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not going to the stores as often, you know, some people are scared to even go outside. Yeah. So they're not getting all of that ex- activity is now been removed. And so mm-hmm. all the more reason why you should be focusing on planning in some walks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you are going to the stores, you can park further away from things. I think a yep. huge one is getting a step tracker. Mm-hmm. So in, in in intervention studies, fitness trackers do show a moderate effect on increasing step count or physical activity. So it seems that for some, having that kind of visual, tangible re- record of their daily activities is what helps make a difference yeah i know some people are doing like step challenges right now mm-hmm. with their friends um like i love seeing that people are getting like twenty five thousand steps a day it's crazy uh but maybe like set up a competition with your friends because mm-hmm. i know a lot of people competition is what drives them so for me it helps to see because yeah. otherwise i might not be very aware but if i see by 3 p.m in the day if i've been working all day and i only have like three thousand steps i am making it a point to find time in my afternoon to get up and go for a mm-hmm. walk. Um, and it's also kind of gratifying. You know, my, my step tracker vibrates when I get 10,000 steps and it gives it shows me clap hands. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's a little gratifying. Um, and so kind of that accomplishment feeling as well. So having the purchase of a step tracker can be very cheap. Mm-hmm. Amazon, I think I got mine for like 30 bucks on Amazon. Mine's just a watch and a step tracker. I know the Fitbits are more expensive. Obviously, the Apple watches are super expensive, but I really like just the steps. I don't really need the sleep and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can't manage what you don't measure. So, I think that everybody should have some form of a step tracker. I think you can even get ones for like seven bucks now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's up to you. But I would say the number one thing is you have to plan to set yourself up for success. Even on days that are rainy, look at the radar. When is it going to slow down? When can I get outside for a walk? I walked in the rain before. Take an umbrella. Yep. It's it's okay to get wet, people. Like <laughs> it's all right. So plan out your walks. Um, I like to do like an after dinner walk. That's mm-hmm. my favorite um time actually for the family if we can get out, or we'll do it after breakfast in the morning. Yep. Um, because we eat early and then uh you know walk. Then you typically come over or yep. moms come over. Um, and then the other thing that Becca and I would say, especially if you're working from home, is take your phone calls or your calls with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not a Zoom call, and even you can do a Zoom call outside, like you can just walk with your phone. Mm -hmm. I try to get on calls and walk all the time. Um, If it's not a video call, I for sure do it. And I take my client calls and I go outside, I put my AirPods in and I walk. And I can easily get on a 20 to 30 minute client call. I can easily get like... 
3,000, 4,000 steps. Mm-hmm. I have two of those a day. No problem. I'm done with my walk for the day that I need yep. to do. Um, so finding activities that you can do and be active during it's, you know, it's really not that hard guys. I think the biggest barrier is people think like I have to go walk three miles, start with a five minute walk, plan it out, do it first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. do it, you know, at your lunchtime. Let's be honest. You aren't sitting at your computer all day working guys. I know you, I know all of you out there during this quarantine life and that's okay. It's not a shameful thing. It's not a guilty thing. It's just a reality thing. So put these into your schedule, schedule your meetings with yourself and get out and move your body. I promise you, your health will thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And gamify it a little bit. If you need to join one of those challenges, get on your Apple Fitbit and see how many days you can close all three rings or whatever. Um, I actually just recently got rid of my Apple watch because I'm switching over to the aura ring, but it's not here yet. So I can't give you, I'll keep you guys posted on what that looks like, but yeah, gamify a little bit, make it fun, get your kids involved, get your husband involved. You know, it, it doesn't have to be something that feels like a chore. Being healthy and living an active lifestyle can be fun as long as you make it fun. So that's all we have for you today. We'll be back on Friday with a little bit of Friday fire with Brad Jensen from Key Nutrition. And until then, we hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.